All right, hello, welcome to Adventures on Lollygagging and Friends. We are back to playing Fragged Empire, second edition tonight, uh, continuing our Infinite Spaces campaign. And as you can see, Jeremy has groveled enough that we have accepted him back into our good graces, and we have a full crew. However, there's still an outside possibility that they just don't find him, and Jeremy just hangs <laughs> out for two hours doing nothing. So, like, that's still still on the table. So we'll see how it goes. We uh, could just watch all actually of that, the uh, reactions and faces. Yeah, yeah. There's actually the guy that that mimic fungus ate. <laughs> 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 that's what it was. Oh, no. That's what it was. You guys didn't get to him in time. Oh, Sorry. Jeff, just Ta teach him the Boar's voice, and then Jeremy could just be Boar's for the rest of the game. Hello. Boar's. Hello. Boar's. Okay. There you go. You got it. Yeah. I'll do yeah, this yeah. now. I sure okay. hope I'm not turned into a certain mushroom <laughs> soup by a terrible Dr. Hard Tea. <laughs> soup I is mean, definitely on the menu. I don't like soup. Soup is no good. <laughs> <laughs> such a wonderful voice. I like that voice because it's easy to do. Uh, mm. it's, it's definitely easy to do. It just, it doesn't hurt the way like some of the other ones I do. Like where I'm just like three days later, I still sound like I smoked a, like 10 packs a day or something, mm -hmm. but, <laughs> but no, uh, I'm so glad you all like the big bad of the campaign. That's very nice that you've brought him into your fold. Only, only Chuck has suspicions. So that's good. That's good. Uh, so I'm going to see if I can turn, turn you all against Dr. T. Uh, and uh, and uh, see if uh, Boris can just kind of drive a ridge, uh, a rift between the between the, the crew. So uh, why don't we go ahead and say hi to the crew? Let's just say who you are. We'll go through this quick and we'll jump into the game. So, Joe, who are you playing, man? Uh, yeah, I'm playing Zatek, the Chrome Zal. Uh, I like to describe him as C-3PO cosplaying as the Predator. So, yeah, it's good. The art. The art definitely supports that, I think. Looks really good. I yeah. love that art so much. Yeah, and the spork I like it a lot. Very good. Super, yeah, he's super. got a spork-themed mask because mm -hmm. he likes Fantastic. the duality of it. Sure. <laughs> the duality of spork. So philosophical. <laughs> You've yeah. been talking to Boris about cutlery. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I like sparks. They're very interesting. I prefer tongs, though. You know, the tongs are really Those nice. Those are good too. Yeah. Because you can grab things with them, but then you can like just poke things with them too. You know, it's great. Plus, I don't have any digits to grab things, so they're really useful <laughs> for me. Uh, next <laughs> up, Maya. Tell us about Maya. I don't know. I just want to hear more Boris. I want to ask Boris' opinion about every single thing that happens in the game. <laughs> That's what I'm going to be doing. I, I am uh, playing Maya Dianyu. She's your corpse socialite. And uh, to give you some insight of the character, I could remember her handle, Divine Mocha, but I didn't actually remember the character name <laughs> till a few seconds. <laughs> so that's who she is as a character too so really method acting today <laughs> perfect perfect okay uh next up chuck tell us about dr hard t i'm dr toronto i'm a medic and i am going to make mushroom soup Excellent. I mean, there's a lot of mushrooms uh, in this jungle. There uh, are. There's one, one mushroom. 
Yeah. He doesn't like me. Why doesn't he like me? I'm so cute and adorable. Oh, well, that's a shame. I've seen enough monstrosities of nature to know that you are the form they always take. You have like 20 tentacles and stuff. I'm just a cute little little, little plant inside of a, a pot. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, you like grow and everything at a very sorrowful. <laughs> okay. I need to find on. my chicken broth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Melissa, tell us about Jita. Uh, yeah, so Jita Essence is a twifer of the Salamander Symphony. Um, she is also known as uh, Lady J, I believe, is what uh, she has been nicknamed by uh, hashtag Divine Mocha, hashtag <laughs> like and subscribe. So uh, you get a new nickname. Nice. Very nice. I think everyone has nicknames except for our next character, uh, Jeremy, just tell us, tell us a thing or two about, about Kill, and then we'll, we'll, we'll meet him hopefully at some point, but tell, tell us a little about Kill. Yeah, you know, Kill is uh, the legion of the group, uh, just a very professional sort of mercenary. He's been uh, Maya's uh, personal security for many, many years, uh, just got bored, went on a milk run, everything's supposed to be nice and easy, and uh, now I probably died off screen, and that's cool. That's that's great. I've got mm-hmm. other character ideas. Yep. Yep. No, that's good. That's good. We were theorizing that maybe the the Nephilim that popped up out of the water was just going to like poop you out or something like that or vomit you. And then, hey, found kill. Yeah. And then you could <laughs> or you could just burst from it and do like the Harrison, you know, the Harrison Ford thing. Oh, you thought they smelled bad on the outside type of thing. Oh, <laughs> or okay. the Ace Ventura. Yeah. Uh, actually, no, that tracks. That's that's my brand. <laughs> all right well why don't we go ahead and get started so we can actually meet kill in person sort of kind of we'll see uh so last time around zatek or zatek zatek sorry zatek had a very bad night as he pretended that he was infected with a time dilation spore he was hurried away from the bartering post to the greens cleaning and pest control headquarters where he was probed and prodded and tested and drenched in fungicide that caused all sorts of crazy after effects but dr t was able uh, to help him out, uh, figuring out how to sort of like counterbalance some of those uh, some of those sides. Jita, you, as we've mentioned, uh, you recruited a pink friend, uh, a translator named Boris, who could communicate potentially and warn you of various fungus out in the jungle. Uh, let's see, Maya, you acquired a truck from a less than reputable dealer. Uh, and uh, then all of you decide to head out into the jungle. You follow this old path towards an abandoned settlement of Spur 4 rather than take the rail line down to one of the other established ones. Uh, you found this uh, was like a formerly a vertical like Zim fungus like uh, farm in coastal port. There was like all these walls where it looked like some of the farm, the vertical farming had kind of gone a little bit awry and it was shifting and moving in some ways. Uh, eventually you found, as we've mentioned before, like a body hanging in the trees, kind of got attacked by a couple of these little skitters that were hanging up in the canopies. Uh, but eventually you pushed your way through the wall. Uh, you, uh, you started like searching around this old, this old spur for you found some resources and things like that. Uh, and while you were doing so as a tech and, uh, in boars, you were discussing the nature of bacteria and fungi and all sorts of wonderful things. And then the two of you, as Dawn was basically breaking, watched uh, as an enormous feral Nephilim crawled up out of the water at dawn onto the old docks, let out this 
massive roar so loud that everybody who had been scattered about uh, the area was able to hear. And so we're going to pick up right on that moment. Uh, and so quickly, I would like to know, what is everybody doing and how are they reacting to this massive roar? Uh, so we'll start with, firstly with the people who only hear it. So that's Maya, Jita, and Dr. T. You hear this crazy war. So if you're inside a building, it's like shaking. Uh, if you're outside a building, you can see some of the that spread of that red-brown fungus start to like retreat almost back from the coast a bit. Uh, but you, the three of you here, what do you do when you hear it? Uh, so Maya was definitely inside uh, like an arcade kind of building because yep. uh, I just wrote that she picked up uh, two VR crowns. As VR crowns. crowns, yep. yep. Yeah. So uh, she bolts out towards the where the sound is coming up and instantly pulls out her recording device to try and get eyes okay. on it. All right. So from a distance, we'll say that you are a ways away to the point where it's not immediately charging at you. It doesn't necessarily see you. It's off on the docks away. So we're thinking like maybe like a, a football field, like 100 yards or so away out on the, these kind of crumbling docks. There were a handful of ships that had been sunk and were kind of popping up out of the water here and there. Uh, and it's down there. You all are on land. And so, Maya, you come out from the arcade. You get your camera and you're taking these little little images of it. This thing is huge. I would put it, I mean, you would probably put it, I mean, if we wanted to do like an equivalent of it, it's like two si two times the size of like a grizzly bear maybe, like that, that big. Uh, but more like reptilian in look. Uh, and it kind of shakes off some of the water, roars a bit, and then sort of settles down uh, on that dock. Uh, what about Dr. T and Jita? What do you two do when you hear this? Uh, yeah, I'm going to skitter out of the building and find a high place. Observe okay. it. See if I can find, because I just, someone's going to end up fighting this thing and I'm going to see if I can notice something that could be useful biology wise. Okay. Like maybe it's got an off switch. Uh, roll in. Let's say we're on awareness test as you climb up. I don't think climbing is that difficult. You do kind of get coated and covered a little bit in some of these spores as you do so because everything's covered in them and they're eating away at some of the synth steel and everything. Uh, but it's not hard to for, for you, I think, with all your limbs to climb up. But roll an awareness test. It's a four. It's four total. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not good at awareness. Uh, okay. You roll and you rolled three D sixes, right? <laughs> I did. Three D six <laughs> minus two. Oh, oh man. Okay. Oh. You barely find your tentacles. <laughs> you, uh, what are these things? They can touch everything but themselves. Oh, they can. I would say <laughs> that you're up on top and you're kind of creeping up with your tentacles you're trying to get to the edge of this this spore covered building you're looking around you can see obviously your friends you can see his attack and you can see the the truck you can see maya is is probably almost in the same building as you she's got her camera out her you know her drone and what you don't notice dr t is that you step on a on a very uh fragile patch and as you're like sneaking up sneaking up you just go falling through. <clears throat> Maya, you hear a, a, a crunch and a tumble uh, as Dr. T has fallen through the roof uh, with a weak spot. Uh, Jita, what do you do? Uh, an immediate response to this loud roar. 
Uh, so Gita is, um, you know, kind of startled. She's just going to, you know, kind of have sort of a bit of a, like a, like, ooh, kind of a, a response. And you'll, you'll kind of see um, if, if anyone could see, you kind of see kind of the glow um, just kind of come up more towards kind of her like eyes and ears. Like she's kind okay. of trying to kind of pay attention to what's going on. And what she wants to do is she wants to um, kind of come out and see if she can kind of do um, like a biotech. Like she's trying to figure out what this thing is um, and see if she kind of has any knowledge of what this thing is, what, you know, if we need to fight it, what that might look like. Um, okay. Trying to gather some intel. I like that. Go ahead. You can give that a roll. Uh, again, default 12 is fine. Uh, as you're peering from a distance. That's the way to roll. I, I went the opposite direction of Chuck's first roll. I got a lolly, a six, a five, and a plus one. So uh -huh, 18. Uh -huh. Sure, sure, sure. Sure, sure, sure. Sure you did. Uh, so Which I this think is, is like a, a thing because it's more than four above what the target was, I think. Yeah. So it's one of those, what are those things called? Un unintended consequences uh, is, I believe, what it's called. Let's see. Do I have Unexpected it? consequence. Unexpected yeah, that's consequences. That's a lot four or more. So let's see. Ooh. So like there's there's not like a specific thing it has to be like there are like some suggestions like you could potentially do. So you could do things unnoticed. You can do things quick. You can do things where you're progressing like you're you know completing a task. Um, uh, all sorts of stuff. You can give somebody else like a plus two on the roll for the same skill. There's lots of different things you could potentially do here. So I would say maybe you sneak a little closer. You start moving up a little bit that yeah. is able to give you maybe a better look at things, but you do so unnoticed. And so Maya, you see in the foreground through your, your, your probe lens, you see Gita suddenly appear and she's at the, at the very edge of the dock, like right up to it, sneaking up here and there. But she does seem to have gotten, uh, gotten up close, relatively unnoticed. That's about the time in which Dr. T crashes through, uh, Zatek, <laughs> what is it that you, uh, that is that you do that you're doing in this situation? Um, do we have like comms between each other or uh, I that... think you guys should have some, uh, I think so. Intricate sign language. <laughs> <laughs> I believe a hand com is something I think you have hand comms. It's like a got. free thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, I think the first thing I would do is just like not assume that they were able to hear that and I'd pull it out and speak into it. Say like, Hey, there was a really large creature that just popped out of the water over here. Very loud. Um, kind of close to where we parked the car. Looks dangerous. Um, please come back. I think it's as big as the car. Look at it. It's so big. <laughs> I think it's much larger than our car, actually. Wow. It could be. I'm really just sensing it. I don't actually have eyes. Oh, yeah. It's the episode um, where we all die It's like boars and names. It's like <laughs> really big. It's got four legs. It's like reptilian. Do you know what that is? Does that sound familiar to you, boars? Oh, my. Those are really dangerous. Even the spores in the jungle don't like them. They tend to move away. It's mostly just a coastal hunter. They don't really go too far inland. But I wouldn't get too close. Because if you get close, you'll probably end up inside of it. Because it'll eat you. 
Oh, okay. And then the stomach acids would digest you until you were tiny little bits and pieces of bacteria. We'll avoid that. Um, is our car, <laughs> like, particularly loud? I think, I think it also spits some of that stomach acid, too. It doesn't just swallow Oof. you. Sometimes as a way to immobilize its prey, it'll vomit its acid through the air and it'll get on you and slow you down so it can, and its huge lumbering hulk can track you down. I'm going to put Boars inside the interior of the car hearing that and... Uh, <laughs> Safety first. <laughs> get the seat Good Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep. Uh, is our car particularly loud when it's powered on? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's okay. it's a it's a it's like a big heavy duty truck. It's not like quiet. Okay. You don't have. Like, yeah. It's it's more mm-hmm. of a. It's not like a, a brand new like hover truck or anything like that. It's more. It's 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 wheeled. Mm-hmm. Um. I realize I also didn't okay. give Jita anything. We should we should go back to that. So Jita, you were trying to do some studies of it. Everything I basically just said with with bores, you would probably be able to observe that there is some kind of like sack, like underneath its very long, pronounced, almost crocodilian like snout. Uh, but underneath it, you can see these these huge glands that are just kind of pulsing a bit. Um, what I would say you probably think is that it climbs up here. The sun just came out. Uh, you yourself, as a salamander twyfar, uh, often wants the sun to sort of regenerate. And it's not uncommon for creatures to sometimes just bask in the sun, get some warmth, whatever it might be. That's kind of what it looks like it's doing right now. It doesn't look to be actively hunting you all. It doesn't seem to have gotten your scent. It doesn't seem to necessarily know you're here. Uh, but alerting it could potentially do something. Okay. Uh, so knowing that then... Um Jita will um, try to quietly on comms just kind of say, I don't think it's noticed us yet. Let's keep it that way. And right as she says that, Dr. T crashes through. There's a big <laughs> rumbling. You can see one of the walls of the building that he was climbing up falls outward and slams against the ground because everything's just falling apart from the the red brown fungus eating away at the sin steel and you see <laughs> as it starts like almost echo locating and it begins to lumber up and slowly kind of stomps into the direction of the town hasn't noticed anyone yet but it has been alerted and is now coming towards the ruins of the town what was everybody like what everybody like to do um does it look like there's any like tower, particularly tall, like flimsy building that could be knocked over easily far away from me that makes noise? As well? uh, there are nothing too tall, but you definitely, especially with what Dr. With Dr. T just suffered, uh, you think that yeah. some of them are pretty flimsy and they're not. You, you almost have, I would I would say you'd probably always imagine that most of these things aren't even really sense steel anywhere. They've just been eaten away so much mm. that they're barely, barely staying together. Mm. But there's definitely stuff that you could, if you're looking for a way to make noise elsewhere and like collapse something elsewhere, yeah. I think that's that's doable. That's the goal. I want to try and like fire one of my canisters and just take out like something farther away. Okay. Um, All right. Noise. Okay. Uh, Dr. T or Maya or Jita, before I ask for Z- uh, Zatek's role, did the three of you want to do anything? 
as Jita, you're feeling the ground thump, 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 as it's moving up near you. Maya, you're, you're, you're recording all of that as it's coming closer now and it's getting eerily close to Jita at this point. That's, that's what I was hoping to do. <laughs> just, just record. But okay, uh, specifically when you said that it's moving closer to town, does that mean away from the tech and towards the three of no. us? So imagine like a lengthy dock being extended out, like a pier extended out into the coast and into the water. It climbed up onto that. Now it's actually walking okay. down the pier towards the towards the outpost, like Got onto it. shore. So it, yeah. We're sort of on either side of it. Yeah, you're still you you're not on either side of it. Like it climbed up at the at the end of the pier out by okay. the water. And now it's cl- okay. now it's stomping down that pier towards the town. You guys have all been in the okay. town. Yeah. Oh, and Zatek okay. and Boars are back Ooh. on the other side of town, farther away from the shore. Yeah, I would say I would say Zatek and and Boars, you it, it is visible, but you have some you're obscured. Uh, Doctor T, mm. you did fall down inside yeah. of the building You've that got made cover noise. Now. <laughs> you probably do have cover, but it is stomping its way towards you, Jita. <laughs> yeah. Because you had the unexpected consequence, I'm gonna say it stomps right past you, and it doesn't actually notice you, so you get that benefit of the con- unexpected consequence. Uh, yeah, so, so Jita basically on. just wants to stay silent um, while this thing is walking past her. Um, <laughs> okay. So she's just gonna just kind of like hold her breath and sure. just wait for this to go past her. So then she can like find another way to get around it and get back to the truck. Okay, no roll necessary here. I'm gonna ca- we'll, we'll carry over the unexpected consequence. What about Doctor T? You just collapsed in. Uh, let's make this, by the way, yeah. a, a so there's there's soft harm and sharp harm uh, as like a, as things that happen in this game. Well, it's uh, just soft. like the tease. <laughs> <laughs> I am gonna say, trying to remember what the take three points of endurance damage uh, as you just basically get like the wind knocked out of you, sort of as you fall. Okay, but, I will yeah. find where to record that and record it. <laughs> okay, no worries. Okay, so you you're a little out of breath. You hear this thing stomping towards you. What do you want to do, Doctor T? Well, I don't want to end up like the lawyer in Jurassic Park, so I'm going to try and sneak out the back of a building and find somewhere else to hide. Okay, so I, it sounds like Zatek and Doctor T both have uh, both have tests that we're going to do. Uh, Zatek, why don't you go first? And if you're successful, that'll actually make it easier for Doctor T. So why don't we start with Zatek? Okay. Make an attack roll, basically. Whatever your weapon skill yeah, is for firing um, this, this grenade thing. So, do I get the plus two to hit thing then? Or is that only in combat? Like, the canister says it's 3d6 plus two, or is this as a like skill test? Uh, well, it's a skill test. We'll make it a skill test. Yeah. So, but you can still, I'll say you can still take your plus two from that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's a plus two because it's a, because it's taking into account my, I don't know if that's oh, a plus two just sheet. for that. Yeah. Weapon, I, think, I think it is. Accounting for the skill. Yeah. So just roll, just roll a skill test for the, for that specific skill okay. then. Whatever you have in there. Okay. Uh, oh, uh, six and a four. 
I'm going to use that to re-roll that too. Okay. I mean, 14 is good enough, though. But, oh, yeah. You we can do better. Okay. 15. One better. 15. <laughs> <laughs> so in the distance, you see, like, some of these vertical, these tall vertical walls on which the uh, the fungus used to have been grown as, like, almost like a carpet. You just launch one up at the tallest one. You can see it explodes at the very top. Jita, you're the closest to this creature, and it just yeah. it immediately turns its head. It head goes almost perpendicular now to the building that Dr. T is in. And it starts like slowly, like a like slowly beginning to on all fours, like uh, like chomp and run. And then the, the, that wall starts to teeter down and then it knocks the next wall. And there's almost like a domino effect as like two or three walls start to fall as this thing starts charging out. Dr. T, roll your stealth. Uh, take like a plus. We'll give you a plus three to this uh, right. because of Zatek's uh, uh, little uh, gambit here. Say, I guess it's one of my most simple names, and it's Maya's still hard to say. I got a nine. Uh, go, go ahead, Mike. What were you saying? <laughs> just can't uh, I was just saying that I, I'm not sure if you need to, like, spend one of the two combat actions, like, getting your weapon out. So during this time, can we say she's gotten a weapon out? Yeah, we're not technically in combat. This is still just kind of like okay. encounter counter mode. Um, but, yeah, we can say that. That's fine. Uh, Chuck, you can always spend grit to re-roll uh, dice. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, since you got a okay. one or two there, it wouldn't be a bad idea. Do you have like a negative two to stealth? Is that why you only have the plus one? Yes. Oh, God. I'm going to kill shit. you. I am a <laughs> smart person. <laughs> That's what you get, you son of a bitch. That means I know all the best recipes <laughs> for mushroom soup. Uh, okay. That's an Even it doesn't make sense, I like to picture that was muffled from inside the car. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Only, only one person can hear boys at once, but like <laughs> just somehow, somehow boys knew. Okay. Somehow. So this is what's going to happen. Uh, we're going to say 11 is technically a fail, but we're going to kind of fail forward a bit because such a, there's such a good roll by Zatek. There's explosions kind of happening. There's this domino effect that this thing needs to be very, very interested in. Dr. T, you're getting out and you're getting out and all of you are now slowly mm. moving back towards the truck. But right as you're near the truck, the whole building that Dr. T was in the, with the ceiling that he fell through implodes inwards it just falls and collapses and as it does there's this this kick of dust and spore up into the air and once that settles you look through it and you can see on the other side about 30 or 40 yards away that giant nephilim is now staring at you all what do you do it's getting ready to charge it's now it's now seen you all you're right next to your truck you could easily hop in and try to drive away or you could stay and do something else what is it you would like to do Jump well, in the truck. Um, Jump in the truck. Uh, and Jita is going to stay in the back of the truck so that she can shoot at this thing. Okay. Okay. Who's driving? Uh, I'll drive. Okay. So Actually, you're driving. Do you need like a skill for driving? Yeah. So I think it's planets. Is is sort of like the is sort of the. Oh, then the someone else should definitely drive. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would do it. One. 
but my license was revoked. Hi, Jeff. <laughs> you medical license. Your medical license is not. No, that's that's drive. golden. <laughs> Let's get it, Boris. I'm gonna grab Boris and hop in the driver's seat. Then. All right, Zatek, roll planets test. Picture me with the Nephla in the background. <laughs> roll planets test as you drive away. Jita, roll me a attack roll, just your normal roll. This is still just a skill roll. Anybody else in the back trying to shoot and deter it from chasing? Yes, yes. Okay, Maya, go ahead. I don't have a ranged weapon, but I'll I'll cheer them on. Okay. Burning grit for that. Okay. Uh, Uh, We're going to do a reroll. So I have a three on my hit and a two asterisk for a range. Max Uh, range 30. Oh, don't worry about the range. Again, we're not not actually in combat, so just just go off your skill. Your skill grid, okay. whatever your 3d6 plus whatever your skill bonus is for okay. whatever kind of arms you're firing. How'd you do, Joe? I got a 13 because I got a six, okay. so I rerolled that too. So five, you, three, six, one. you managed to peel off, you almost drive through another one of these walls, you bump down this rocky, uh, this, this sort of rocky path. It probably was a path at one point, but you can feel uh, that you're like the, the actual suspension of the truck is really jostling and struggling a bit as you're, you're probably putting too much, uh, too much speed into this as you're going down the incline, almost like you're driving onto the, onto the beach itself. Jita, how'd you do with your shot? Uh, 14. Okay, 14. And Maya, what was your total to hit? Total total roll. Okay, so the two of you, you're firing and firing. And this thing follows you for longer than you probably think it should. Uh, but at a certain point, as maybe you're about a half a mile to a mile away, you're down on the on the on this sort of lengthy, flat beach. And you can see that there's all sorts of like this red seaweed kind of cascading all over the place. Uh, and I'll say, Dr. T, since you're not actually... Uh, firing, you notice that whenever the that Nephilim runs past it, you can see that the seaweed almost seems to just like scatter and move away, just like the mm-hmm. just like the fungus inside the inside the town. But between the speed of Zatek driving and the firing of Maya and Jita, you're able to kind of detour it, slow, de- uh, deter it, slow it down, and then you kind of outpace it to a point where it finally slows down, stops, turns around, and kind of goes off in a different direction. And you guys have eluded this creature. All right. Oh, so. And Jita sort of lets out a breath, looks over to Maya, notices that Maya is still recording while she's shooting. <laughs> and she just kind you of. Know, me and Lady J just got <laughs> off this definitely. I use the Wormix Spitter. I wouldn't really call it a utility gun, but it's pretty useful in these jungles. All right. Peace out. Like and subscribe. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic we see the little likes and the thumbs come up from the local net within spur uh as people probably back in miss pasha one are getting some of the feed uh and uh and we'll say you guys are off you guys are off in a way you're driving you found uh an actual path along the coast now that is not too bad to drive on like you're it's an off-road truck so you're able to do it uh along the way like it's not the easiest drive at times because you do feel like like there are moments where you have to like climb up these rocky jetties and things like that. Uh, but you see all manner of things as you drive. Like you see these distant seafaring ships on the horizon. You can see that there's all sorts of these strange like fungal growths and such. Uh, Dr. T, as you're driving past, some of them try to like latch on to the wheels. You guys have to kind of shoot down at them so they don't kind of get tangled up in the axle. Uh, they're all like 
almost like snakes kind of just slithering on the ground. Handful of times you see these like bioluminescent tide pools and uh, like you watch like these sort of this this whole colony of like these small crustaceans uh, crawling about and everything. Out in the water, there's these big, like it almost looks like buoys at first, like these like white buoys. But then you just see like these these tendrils, these like red tendrils kind of almost like they're feeling the air a bit, almost like antennae. And you realize there's some kind of like jellyfish just floating around in the water. And a lot of the drive for uh, for a little while now, like for the next few hours, is is really just a, com- a combination of firing and hacking away at that that red seaweed and going up and over some of these rocky uh, embankments and avoiding some of those tide pools. We'll say about a day or so passes. You camp out one night on the, on the shore. You see it every now and then. You hear the sounds of like distant roars of some of those amphibious uh, feral creatures you think are like basking. More than once you see one in the distance on like a rocky islet, uh, either at night or in the morning, kind of just basking up on the rock. And sometime... We'll say mid-morning the next day, the day after you spent your time uh, at, the, uh, at that, that ruined spur, uh, spur settlement, you all see a, a shape on the horizon uh, kind of walking up the sand, like kind of walking northward up the coast as you guys are driving southward for a moment. Like there's a bit of hesitation, but you recognize the very familiar contour like the big broad shoulders the uh you know the big old armor and i guess maya maybe it's you because you're such good friends but you see a very familiar contours of kill and jeremy why don't you describe exactly what we see as as kill is now on the beach walking in your direction yeah so kill the legions in general are just like a good head taller than most others it is a gigantic form, uh, a very heavy, like Praetorian, I think, assault suit, so to speak. It's got the tungsten carbide style that, uh, with the black ops optimization for it, it's normally like black, but what it'll do is it will reflect light to kind of slightly mimic whatever's around. So as he's walking on the beach, like his legs sort of look like the sand, and the rest of it kind of sort of matches this guy in the background, not exactly invisible. But if you know what to look for in that frame in general, you know, and he's got the helmet off because he's tired. He's been on foot for a while. As Maya likes to point out, he does have permanent helmet hair and a big old bushy beard. And just with a slow and steady gait is like walking towards them after he's noticed them. And yes, I am a beautiful mirage. And and she starts to yell, and then she remembers where they are. <laughs> so she kind of starts walking fast, and that turns to a jog, and that turns into a run. And she just so we are having a Baywatch moment. <laughs> launches herself at kill. <laughs> oh. oh, hey there, oh girl, I uh... what the fuck happened? Oh, and then she disengages oh, and she shoves him. Well, what, hey, look, what it's, the fuck? It, that's you know language, okay? Shut yeah. the fuck up, Kill. He's fine, guys. <laughs> well, of course I'm fine. I'm not gonna die out in this stupid jungle. I just 
You know how it is. I got bored. I needed to do a milk run, and then I got abandoned. Oh, you need to tell Killer Z it's on for actual milk. He's he's probably going to be disappointed that you don't have actual milk. You're going to hear on the comm, like, because I'm back at the truck, like, does he have the milk? I'm checking to see if she's recording or not. She probably is. I am, but I'll turn it off at this moment. <laughs> I, I was recording, then I turned it off. He just that stares at the camera until you turn it off. I'll turn it off, rolling my eyes so that he does not miss it. Okay, yeah. It's, uh, I met one of my old friends. It wasn't really a milk run. It just, it's been a really, really crappy, what's it been, a week? I think it's been a week now almost. I'm really tired. Just gonna go, gonna go lay down over there. That was my plan. What are, what are, what are you doing here? Looking for you. Oh, okay. So you've seen the, um, those things in the have you seen the force field have we seen the force field jeff no no he's coming from the south you're coming from the north and so you haven't quite traversed as much as he's traversed uh, so he's like on foot walking towards you so he's probably you're probably not that far out from where you last were kill well you're gonna love this Couple clicks that way. There's this weird bunker. I got no clue what it's all about, but there's a lot of people that are interested in it. Went inside of it, turned on a force field to keep other people out of it. Right around the same time, all those damn creatures came up out of the ocean. You know, I love an abandoned bunker. <laughs> I know you do. Nora, I know I should keep my mouth shut, but I see the smile on your face, and it's worth it. Okay, go say hi to everyone. And she kind of shoves him and then hi, finally everyone. turns the camera back on. <laughs> A few few tears. Like, I love these vids where parents and their kids get reunited after being separated for a long time. It's very touching. Uh, the soldier and his dog. <laughs> yeah, that's it exactly. Told gotta us make sure to dead. go give hard tea a hug too. Look at you, you handsome bastard. <laughs> that is accurate. You're not be holding so the, the earpiece. Boy, the boys and like, who is this fella? Yeah, I, I'm holding the earpiece. And I'm like, oh, welcome back. We got a new one. Uh, uh huh. I'm sure he wants to talk to you. His name's Boris. Yeah, we have to kill that thing. Greetings. It is a pleasure to meet a powerful warrior such as yourself. My name is Boris. I am going to be assisting you in various fungal translations and warning against fungal encroachment. Isn't he great? I am a, I am a fungus. The tech is a bacterium. Yeah. Fungus, huh? I think yeah. it was controlling that thing that attacked us on the beach. <laughs> okay. Uh, in your uh, fungal expertise, would you say there's anything special about the biological makeup of Legion that would make them appealing to 
fungal life forms such as yourself? Well, I have been told that I have to work on my personal skills, so I'm going to convey this in a way that is meant to be as respectful as possible. It's okay, you can treat me like I'm an idiot child. You I are very, very good at warfare. However, mm-hmm. your brains, compared mm-hmm. to some of your compatriots, mm-hmm. are not mm-hmm. wired as com- with as much complexity, making you slightly more susceptible to a mm-hmm. particular insidious fungal infection that mm-hmm. does act very much like a parasite and then puppet the various people that it infects. The good news is that you don't seem to be infected by it, otherwise I would have been able to detect it. Okay. Well, Boris, I really thank you for that, and, you know, I I always welcome candid feedback. You're I may welcome. not be as uh, sharp as my friends here, but it's okay. The smart one wants to make me into a soup. He tried to give me 12 toes once. It's just... If he wants to make something out of you, that means he thinks you're useful. I don't have any toes. Maybe we'll do a paper mache project later and I'll make you some toes. I don't know what that is, but that sounds wonderful. Okay, we're going to do that. Jesus Christ, my he's adorable. <laughs> he helped us find you. He oh. was our guide. And we we promised to bring we promised to bring them back. We promised okay. to bring them back in the same condition that we got them. Since, since you're here, Kill, uh, after mm-hmm. you take a nap, maybe we can still go and find those black nurse mushrooms. We still haven't even seen them. Yet. I mean... Maybe Boris knows where to find them. I... That sounds good. Um, but if we're in force, I'd almost really want to go see what's going on in that bunker. There's... Um... God, you're recording again, aren't you? <laughs> God... Why are you always recording me? You, you see his hand profile. go over. <laughs> you, you look good in profile. Stop it. Look, Don't touch it. This is the mic. Okay, if there's we, the mic. And and Gita will sort of nudge Maya and she'll be like, we've got to get paid. We can't yeah. give out the secrets. Can you ask your friend where the black nurse mushrooms are? I don't want hard tea to ask because he's just gonna talk about mushroom soup and that doesn't feel like the right way to bores his heart. So I guess yeah. did you take the uh, earbud back? Go ahead. Yeah. I'll pop it back. What was the name of the thing we're looking for? Mush like uh, black nurse? Black yeah, nurse black nurse mushrooms. mushrooms. There's a specific type of mushroom that's mainly like like has like medicinal applications and things like that yes uh what we're okay yeah us to come get uh mm. things of so if you if mm. you ask boars i mean boars will just say according to the documentation that you provided me about your mission i believe that the 
the mushrooms that you speak of could be in relatively close proximity to where the new attractive legion man has just returned from <laughs> with stories of a mystical and fantastic hatch. Yeah. <laughs> attractive? <laughs> Only in his, his okay. manner and demeanor and the way he exudes such confidence. Gross. Okay. I mean, it's not gross that I carry myself in a certain way. Okay. No, I know. It's kind of weird. I get it. But uh, hey, Harty, if it makes you feel better, there are other funguses that are controlling some legions and make them go crazy and do pirate stuff and lots of other bad nonsense. Yeah, I'm only concerned about the one that's controlling us right now. Yeah. Yeah. You have so much negativity. So much negativity. You're you would just okay. feel so much lighter if you were just more positive. For what it's worth, there really are no. some other fungus out there that uh they cause some of my old comrades to like try to uh disembowel me. Oh and, uh, well, see, I'm just gonna throw out there it's not so them. crazy that he feels the way he feels. See? And my negativity has no way it, does it affect my mass. Oh, it, it, sh sh sure. Yep. Not 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 what I meant, but sure. Yes. True statement. Very true statement. Um, but we should we you should channel that negativity, and we should go kill the bad ones that were trying to take over his friends. Yeah, we're gonna go go kill the bad ones. Are they in the bunker? What? How is it you like to say it sometimes, Dr. T? Uh, let's have some hot shroom-on-shroom -shroom violence, okay? <laughs> By which I mean to say, let's go focus our attention in the other area. Okay. You had me on shroom-on-shroom -shroom violence. <laughs> I know I did. <laughs> we don't really expect you to do any of the fighting boys, but just... That's good. I don't really have a capacity for violence. I'm really just a translator. You're just delightful. Thank we'll you. translate the violence for you. Oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, let's go to the you... bunker. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> Maya says exciting to say to them. <laughs> Kill if you you can lead them back. It's not hard. It's just up the up the coast yeah. or down the coast a little bit. Uh, it, it is much quicker by truck than it is through uh, just on on foot. And when you arrive, it, nothing has really changed from when you were last here. Um, basically, think of like a, a small little um, kind of small little inlet, uh, uh, kind of where the the coast has like a couple of these like like cliffs to the north and south, and then there's like kind of like this little little hidden beach in between uh and from a distance on the ridge we'll say you guys are smart enough and prepared enough to like not approach this area with that's swarming in these feral nephilim in the really loud truck and like you park at a distance or you, you know mm -hmm. something like that um and you get close enough to just do some reconnaissance and you can see that there there are apparently uh four uh, very like four fairly large feral nephilim, not unlike the one that you saw uh, back by the uh, back by that like that spur location. They have there's some slight difference to the color of their uh, of their scales and everything, but they're all they're all basically the same. 
some seem to be basking on uh, kind of climbing up on tops of the cliffs that seem to, to flank the north and south side of this little hidden beach. Uh, another seems to be kind of parked up almost again like an alligator or a crocodile on this little rocky islet in the middle of the water. And another one just seems to be kind of swimming around what apparently is a force field. And you can see it. It looks uh, it's not too dissimilar from what you see when you um, whenever like anyone's ever put up like a personal force field. Like you see this the kind of blue and white grid pattern that kind of covers um, I don't know, like a, maybe like a 15 to 20 foot radius or so. Uh, kill, you know, that the, what basically was happening is that there was a cave off to the side and you can even see some of your, uh, your, the survey teams like equipment and their, you know, some of their collection materials and stuff. So there's kind of a cave, uh, off, uh, underneath the ridge that you guys have climbed up the top. And while you guys were kind of camping and searching around, that's when someone noticed the hatch and it hatches like in the water itself. So it's like, there's like like the, the, the water kind of comes up and over top of it. Um, and like people were kind of tinkering with it, trying to get into it, but he never could. And it wasn't until kind of shit hit the fan that night that people seem to have magically figured out how to get inside. Uh, and so, yeah, it does seem like there are four of those creatures that are kind of guarding it. Uh, there are some, uh, there's definitely some, some broken equipment, uh, both things that they were driving, like your, what you were driving has been essentially destroyed and wrecked kill. Uh, but also it looks like there's some kind of, um, a kind of collection equipment and science, science measuring, you know, measuring equipment and stuff like that. It's all kind of in shambles along the beach near the water. Uh, it doesn't look like these creatures have noticed you, uh, but, uh, but that is where we're at. I don't know what the hell you need to do to get inside the place. I know that, uh, I got a feeling that a couple of people in our group knew more than they were letting on because... Once those things showed up, they just miraculously knew how to get in. And I know they were right around there when they did their little, you know, technological hoodoo that they did. I I tried tinkering with it a bit, but, you know, mechanically. Where is the rest of your group? Uh, a lot of them are dead. And uh, most no. of them went in there. Some of them... It's, it's it's a long story, but uh turns out there's a history of some of them posing to be one thing that they're not, and then uh, either they take the jobs that are set out there for the legions, uh, sometimes they'll kidnap scientists, sometimes they'll just play along and steal the stuff. It's it's a whole thing. Uh. It's uh it it wasn't a milk run. <laughs> it's never a milk run. They kept telling <laughs> me that. There's no such thing as a milk run, is what I've learned. They always tell you it's going to be easy. Oh, it's just real quick and simple, in and out. There's always a traitor. There's always a hidden bunker. There's always some strange creature that's going to come out of the ocean and try and swallow you, and then you've got to run away and then ram your truck into it. <laughs> oh, yeah, speaking of, why did you have to piss off two of the hardest people in Miss Pasha. <laughs> There's this <laughs> fucking gorgeous Legion woman and this red char guy who I'm pretty sure will give me hepatitis if I make eye contact for too long, but still. Wow. <laughs> Is that hepatitis C? <laughs> 
So gross that the hepatitis hasn't even been given a letter. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, you do have to be more specific. I piss off a lot of people, but I think I tried to get myself in over there. I couldn't do it. Is this force field like dangerous to the touch or just kind of like a solid surface that materializes? Kind of curious about that. So I've uh, I've brought you over to a map. Hopefully, you all can kind of see it. Uh, I've kept you in the sort of northwest corner, presuming you've kind of stayed hidden up on the ridge. Uh, you can kind of see that there are kind of close to the south and to the north. There's a coast on the sort of western side of the map. There's the water kind of seeps in, and there's a handful, four of these different creatures, a couple of which are on t- on the the cliffs to the north and south, and others that are kind of lingering near the forest field. Again, the forest field is probably about 15 to 20 feet diameter, and you can visually see it. What you can notice as a, uh, as a tech just by looking is that it does seem to be sort of dispersing the water. The water does seem to be going around it. Um, every now and then, uh, as you see that there is one of these creatures that's like half swimming, half wading in the water, the one that's not like basking, it'll, it'll kind of swat at or just like poke and try to sort it out. And you can see it like recoils from it. It doesn't look like it's necessarily recoiling in pain, but more it's just sort of being shot back. So it's just like mm-hmm. you don't see it kind of, kind of suffering in any kind of pain. So it's more it's just um, kind of pushing pushing it back, almost like uh, like gravitic in a way. That's just sort of mm-hmm. uh, causing okay. the causing whatever's hitting it to move off the side. You do see that there are like like it does it does look like there are. Um, some devices that are emitting it. So it's certainly possible that someone could potentially try to like hack into it or whatever, but that would likely require kind of getting up on it to do so. Mm. Okay. So there's four of these things. So Mm -hmm. how do we kind of split them up, get their attention somewhere else? Cause we'd prefer not to just run in and fight all of them at once. I agree. So I had one thought it's clear that they like heat. And we've got we've got like a fuel tank on that crashed vehicle over there. Part of me was thinking maybe in one area, you spread the fuel out all over, light a fire, let them come seeking the heat. You know, maybe we take some uh, some of the mechanical components, and then you do the equivalent of almost like a whirly gig. You know, so almost like you were fishing, and we just kind of keep tossing something that kind of tussles the water a little bit, reel it in. You know, just keep doing it here and there a little bit, just enough to get their attention, but don't keep it going too long because you don't want them to actually find you. I don't know. That works. I think, and it then is. if we do that, maybe we can come back around the the north side. Yeah. I, unfortunately, I feel like at least a couple of us would need to basically be bait. Well, who, who feels the most comfortable with doing the electronic voodoo? Uh, I can probably staring at Zaytek. <laughs> I'll be bait. <laughs> no, what? You no can way. be lookout. You 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 don't want to be bait. No, I want to be bait. <laughs> My complicated. You can be bait. You can you can be bait if you would like they, to be. I'm, bait. I'll be real good at being. Don't worry about a kill. It's fine. I'm super good at not doing stupid stuff. I have a three in computers, so I can help attack. You know, I've I've known you since you were eight. Yeah. I know you're lying. <laughs> I uh, won't lie. Gotta... I... <laughs> and that's okay. That's why I love you. 
Uh, I have a zero in computers, but uh, one in electronics. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure which it'll be. So okay. yeah. So why don't we why don't we go around and you guys just tell me what you're doing to kind of help with this situation, and we'll say everyone's kind of tasked with something. We'll get a roll. We'll kind of see how it kind of plays out, and then go from there. So. What is Dr. T? So right now, so, so so if I understand this correctly, before I ask what everyone's doing, you're going to, the, the basic plan is to set a fire with some of the fuel from your truck to hopefully lure some away. Mm-hmm. And then a couple are going to sneak up and see if they can hack into mm-hmm. the force field. And if any don't take the bait of the fire, then a few others are going to engage or distract and like... Yeah. Basically have stimuli in like two or three different locations because we have more than one of these creatures. We can have multiple sources of stimuli to try and attract them. That gives us more chances that whoever's at the force field doesn't need to be worrying about being eaten. So fire and bait are happening more or less one right after the other. Okay. And uh, buying time and distraction for the hacking. Fire right, bait well, sounds like the movie I told you you couldn't watch when you were 12. I wish when I was 11. <laughs> that's, that's right. Okay. Uh, Dr. T. So knowing like the general plan, what is Dr. T doing to, to help with this plan? Uh, I would probably be setting up one of the two distractions. Do you want to be the one setting up the fire and everything? Is that what you want to do? I can light a fire. I already know how to get the fuel out of the car. I was going to say, you have the yeah. fuel. <laughs> he has, he has honest, sucked I, the fuel <laughs> clear out of that truck twice now. Okay. There's a reason I brought that up. I, I love Dr. T a lot. I knew that's what he would want to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so can so, arson or just a match made in heaven? All right, I don't. I, I think this is going to be effective no matter what. So why don't we just do like a I don't know, maybe like a tactical roll or something to see if you can see if like you. It's more about the effectiveness of it, like how how big of a spread it gets, how easily things kind of cascade and things not cascading out of control. So how about we do that? It's more uh, just like you making sure like you're keeping it controlled and the burn and you're and you're setting it in a way that they can see it. All right. Uh, all right, so give that a roll. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> that's nine. Okay, Chuck, do you, do you want to burn a, uh, I'll, a I'll grit? Burn another re- grit. Yeah. Okay. Oof. Yeah. Get those two ones. Actually, you could Can also we, just do it. You could use your six to re-roll one of those. Yeah. Ones. Before you spend grit, oh, spend yeah, the six yeah, right. to roll mm-hmm. one, and then if that doesn't work, you can roll effort. Effort, effort indeed. And we also have Maximum some audience effort. pluses as well because oh. our audience has been generous. There you go. That? 12. That's all makes you needed. It, mm, okay. Right? Or no, actually, it makes it 11. 10. Sorry. That's an 11. 11. Yeah, 11. Yeah. All right. You want to spend a grit to re-roll the... Yeah. Okay. You don't need to do that much better. You're pretty close. It's going to be... Again, it's just going to be like a fail forward situation anyway. Okay. All right. Roll the one. So oh, this is what's going to happen. One. Oh, yeah, yeah, we've got another six. Yeah. Go for it. Just need a three or oh. higher. Come on. On this roll. <laughs> there you go. Four. Four. Okay. okay. You managed. So what was going to happen had you not passed it is that the fire was just going to basically get out of control and kind of overwhelm your truck. But in this case, you're able to, to sort of 
you're, you're spending, you spend a little bit of time prepping probably before everyone else starts going to go in different things. You get as much fuel as you can out. You spread it as best you can kind of on the Northwest. Uh, do you, uh, so we'll say like the Northwest cliff a, a bit, uh, and that might drive a couple of them away. Uh, and you kind of get that going and it really is kind of killing two birds with one stone as there are some really big, uh, like, like fungal stalks up here that are kind of looking a little creepy. Got them. Uh, and you can hear like the skittering up in the canopies like before. And so you kind of set that on fire and then sort of skirt back, kind of look back down off the cliff and see how everything else is going. Uh, Zat, uh, Zatek, how you and Jita, I think are the ones that are trying to get to, I'm going to say for this round, give me stealth rolls. Cause you're going to try to get up there without being seen. And oh then boy. Okay. <laughs> Um, I will give you though, because, um, there's going to be a couple that might be distracted. Let me see how many got distracted by the fire first. Uh, okay. Uh, we're going to say half of them basically start running off. So you're going to see that there's one that's on top of the, uh, that's on top of this, this Northern cliff, uh, that's flanking. That's like in a circling around the, the water. You can see that's the first to know. It's like, hey, 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 hey. And you get kind of just see kind of barking up into the sky and it starts, it's the closest. And so it starts lumbering across. You see it leap up and over uh, this sort of uh, this, this, this kind of gap in the, in the cliffs and gets kind of into that tree line immediately upon jumping over Dr. T, you notice like, again, that, that carpeted red, brown fungal stuff starts to almost avoid it. Like it had, like it knows to move away. And then We'll say the second one, the one that was kind of swimming around the uh, the actual um, force field itself and swatting it every now and then, those two kind of go running off. So those two are currently not on the combat map. They are close, but they are not on the combat map. Um, so we can wait on Zatek and Jita until Maya and Kill kind of do something, and then we can kind of go from there. So okay. what, do, what are how are Kill and Maya doing? What are, what are you guys up to? I would Jeffrey, think if if Maya's offered to kind of help with doing the bait or like whatnot, I think I would go with more of the the leadership skill approach because we've got these big giant monsters, and so it's not a bad thing to have like a somebody who's kind of cool under pressure sort of presence to be keeping an eye on, you know, interfacing between the different people, like keeping an eye on this group, let people know when they move, keep an eye on the other ones, let people know when they move, kind of help communicate to everybody, keep everybody very well coordinated. Because timing is pretty important. Then, okay. So, so that could just be an awareness roll, maybe? I don't know. What, do you, what were you thinking of rolling for that? I was hoping to use leadership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To try okay, and help coordinate good. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. So it's 3d6 for skill checks. This will be my first check. Yep. 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 You know, I'm just... No, you're dice. really part of the party. You're rolling dice. Amazing. Nice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I've got four, four, three. So eight, 11 plus four, 15. Okay. 15 is enough. You keep. So I'm, what I'm going to say is with you kind of doing like the coordination, we'll say I'm going to kind of carry that over to get, giving other people bonuses. So we'll say like you're timing it as, as Dr. T sets the fire. Uh, you see the other creatures run off and you see Dr. T kind of skirt around the edge and kind of come back down. And that's when you kind of give the signal to Maya to try to yeah. do something to distract the other two. The other two don't seem to be interested in the fire. So Maya, what are you doing? 
to try to to help in this situation? Uh, can I? Um, is there like a stone or anything I can pick up and chuck at one of them <laughs> to cause a distraction and be bait and start uh, sure. fucking running? <laughs> okay, if I need to. Okay, uh, you you can do that. Yes. Uh, so, oh boy. Um, it was more of a theoretical, it... like getting there. It wasn't like a, you actually like work to try to do it. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> okay. Let's make it a phys- make it a physical roll. Let's do physical. I think that probably makes the most sense. As you're throwing a rock at one of them, and then you're gonna try to outrun it. Okay. okay. Can I have an audience size? Uh, yes. Are we That's using an extra D6? Is that right? Quickly take a look. Uh, no, it's not an extra D6. Uh, what were we using it for? I think we were using it for a reroll, for a single die reroll. Okay. That sounds that sounds about right. Sweet. Um, I will. Oh, that's awesome. Um, okay. Uh, I already got a. 16, but I'm gonna try and reroll. Oh no, 14 is minus 16 two. is good. It's probably as good as it's gonna get because that'll give you unintended consequences or unexpected consequences, which I'll say for this, like probably the most like you you do manage to outpace it. So I'm gonna say you throw, we'll say you kind of throw a rock at one of them and start running kind of southward a bit. And we'll say the one that was on the rock, uh, that was right next to the force field. You, you peg that one in the head, not to the point where it's going to hurt it, but you get his attention and it, and it starts racing after oh, you. Yes. And so See? we're going to kill it. Fine. <laughs> we're going to take the two of you off the map as you are now running southward down the, the, the beach with one of these hot on your tail. Uh, but you're no. running very fast, leaving just one left. Uh, think, baby. <laughs> Uh, that is still kind of basking on that southern cliff for Z- for Zatek and Jita to try to stealth their way up. So Zatek and Jita, uh, give me some stealth rolls. I'm gonna say Ooh. take take a plus two from kill, uh, kind of coordinating everything, like waiting, 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 and then directing you when to go. Once Maya has like fully cleared the southern cliff. Awesome. Uh, it's real flat. Sixteen then. then. Okay. That's a grit reroll. All right. That's a grit reroll. <laughs> oh God. Ah, uh, you've got a, uh, a an effort. Yeah, I got a six though. Okay. Oh man. Okay. You got an eleven. Eleven is very good. Not as good as you need. Uh, as you needed a twelve. But eleven is is like I mean, it's, it's, it's really really good. Uh, now it's, it's yeah. as good as you can get while failing. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. So here's here's how it's here's how it's gonna work. Oh, We're gonna say Jita and Zatek as as we've gone through a round and let's sort of reset what it looks like and then we'll go from here. As Jita and Zatek, you, the two of you wade out into the water. You're probably you know water's up to your waist or so at the most. Uh, and you kind of get to this force field. But at some point as you're walking, 
Zatek, you kind of slip, you fall, you splash around in the water, and that does, in fact, draw the attention uh, of the creature (laughs) to the south. I like to think, uh, because I'm like partially metal and stuff, I like to think I just have air pockets in my body that are just bubbling as I'm (laughs) walking really loudly. (laughs) And Vegeta is just looking over at you like, what? It sounds are coming out of your body I, right I now. I should have thought of that. <laughs> All right. So here's 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 what we're gonna do. We are. I do want just to sort of test out the combat rules. We will go into the combat rules at this point. Uh, yes. Maya, I think okay. you're. If you want to keep just keeping one distracted for a bit, we can say we do that, and at some point we do like a stealth roll for you to lose the tail, that kind of That'd thing. That'd be great. Because okay. I'd like to basically keep this off the yeah, combat I think for the rest of them. That sounds great. So let's just we'll we'll say that's we'll go through a round of combat. We'll have your stealth roll, and then we'll then we'll kind of reset. So we're gonna go into combat then, like actual structured combat. So the way it works here is there's no initiative to roll. It is uh, all set. Uh, so it's based on specific order. Maya and Jita are both at four. Maya, you're already running. Dr. T and Zatek are both at three. Kill, you're at two, which ties with this creature, in fact. Uh, so you guys are all going to get to go before this creature. But what I will say is that to sort of indicate its interest suddenly in Zatek is it kind of climbs down a little bit from the cliff at the end of the last turn, and it fires from from its throat with those big glands, you see this acid just hurtle through the air. Now, the good news for Zatek is that it lands and it, you kind of get cover from that force field. And so you could just see it just sizzle against the force field at this point. But it is aware that you're there and it is now coming for you. Um, mm. So combat and, uh, and, and you know, structured combat, uh, I sh- we should say, in this game uh, goes in rounds like we would expect. Uh, everyone gets two actions. Uh, there are six actions to choose from, and each action has like uh, a lot. Some of them have like sub choices and things that you can use within them. Uh, so things that you could potentially do since it's the first time doing it. Let's just go through it. Uh, so one of the actions you can take is reposition, which allows you to either just move at a slightly more slightly greater distance than normal or you can take cover. Uh, and so that kind of increases your cover. Uh, you could another action you could potentially take is overwatch, which is kind of like a delay action. It sounds like it's it is what it, you, what you think it sounds like. And it just allows you to sort of attack in response to an action and eventually uh, kind of add your focus to increase your range. Uh, snapshot is one of the uh, the attack actions uh, that lets you move and attack in the same action. So you move up to your mobility and then you attack, assuming you had a drawn weapon. Sighted shot is also an attack. Uh, that allows you to attack again, assuming your weapon is drawn, allows you to add your reflexes to your attack roll. Uh, and it also increases the range that you can attack from, assuming you have a ranged weapon. Uh, there's take aim, which allows you to essentially get some boosts before you attack. Uh, and so there's a couple different options that you can add for those boosts. So take a look at the... Uh, at the the handout there, you can increase your to hit, you can increase your endurance, you can increase your, like you can kind of change or direct where the crit is going. Uh, you may want to throw those comments in the Discord because they kind of show up on Zoom, by the way, when you drop Zoom comments. And then there's the prep action. The prep action is kind of an, like there's a bunch of different things you can choose two from. This is like where you can do things like just straight up move. You can try to recover lost endurance. You could try to kind of reload your munitions on weapons. You can draw a weapon if you don't have one drawn. 
Those are the types of things that you could potentially do. So you get to do two of those on your turn and some, and a lot of them have like sub effects. So you can go ahead and take those effects in some way. Okay. So let's walk through this. It's a simple, it's a simple, you guys made it a lot simpler than it was going to be uh, by luring uh, for now. Anyway, we'll see how long the combat goes <laughs> three of them away and only having one now to attack. Uh, so we're going to start with Jita. Jita, you are four. Uh, you are right up by this uh, this force field. What is Jita doing in this situation? Uh, so Jita would like to... So I think for her two actions, I think she wants to take aim, um, in which I would like to kind of do a little bit extra for endurance damage, and then she wants to attack okay. with her Farron Blaster. All right, what is the range of your Farron Blaster? Uh, four. Okay, so right now you're at, uh, right now you're about eight away and you're kind of firing over top. So you would get some penalties from your range. So if you don't move around to kind of get into, into kind of closer proximity, you could potentially um, get some penalties there. The other thing you could do is if you take aim and then you do uh, like sighted shot after that, you can increase your range using your focus. So that might increase your range. So you don't have to worry about it just being four. Let's see. My focus is three, so that won't quite get me where I need to go. So maybe I will do a, um, I want to move and shoot. Okay. So that would be snapshot. I'd like to do. Okay. I'm going to assume just for the sake of this combat that you all, since it was a very serious situation, you had, I'm assume you all already had weapons drawn in one way or the other. So we don't necessarily have to worry mm -hmm. about doing that just yet. Okay. Uh, so Jita, you are going to, you're going to snap. So you're going to move up to, so you can move up to your mobility score. It's just grids. It's just squares. So it's just the number of squares that you can move. Okay. Mobility is three, attack. just to call that out. Okay. And then, well, that, so three will move me then from eight down to five. So three is that how okay. that works? It's really just a grid. So all you got to do, just like any other game that has grid combat, you just move yourself three spaces and then remeasure how far away you are from the creature. Okay. So you can't I go through going. the force field. You have to go around it. I will go over here. Okay. And there's no penalty, by the way, for moving diagonal. So there's no like, you don't have to like in other games where you have to like add extra. There's none of that in here. Okay. I have not zoomed in enough to see the grid. Now that I see the grid, I, I can make it more pronounced if you want. So is the grid the circle or is the force field the circle or that square that's drawn within it? Uh, the whole hang circle. on one second. It's the whole circle. I believe is the force field. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. I okay. I can make the grid a little bit more visible for people. I see it now. Okay. I like that little animation on it. Yeah, yeah, it's so cool Map's cool. Okay, so you could take a shot. I still think you're outside your range increment, so you, I think it's like a minus two penalty for firing outside your range, range instrument. Okay. But you can still take a shot. So then I will so then overwatch for one incited shot for the other. Okay. Uh overwatch. Uh, I was taking him, I think two Sorry, it okay. was snap. Sorry. So you're attacking twice snap. this round. Okay, so you're so hang on. Let's start this again. What's your first, first what's your first action? Snapshot. 
Okay, so snapshot, you move and then you attack with your with your with your gun. So go ahead and do that and just roll your attack. Okay, so I minus two a, from the range penalty. Uh, so right, my that's right. I'm doing hit dice, which is two. Uh, so my hit, I got a three, a one, and it's a plus nine, so thirteen. 13 is the exact amount you need to hit its defense. It does have a defense of 13. So in this game, uh, in, in, in combat, your your to hit is basically its defense score, and that's what you've hit. Okay, cool. So you hit with it. Did you get any sixes or anything like that in your roll? Nope, did not. Okay. So then uh, what we look at then is endurance damage. So how much endurance damage does your shot do? It does six. Okay. So then... As you fire out in the direction of this thing, you can see that it your your kind of rainbow. It's like your it's your rainbow, uh, yep. like twyfar shot, right? And you see kind of this, this rays coursing through the air, uh, smashing into the scales of this creature. You can see it recoils a little bit, but it is still it still seems undeterred uh, as it has its eyes now probably turned slightly towards you, Gita. So that was your first action. So your first action was snapshot, let you move and, and fire. What's your second? Um, I will. Okay. I will. See. So I will do sighted shot this time. Okay. So sighted shot is the one that lets you, uh, you attack again with your draw on weapon. You get to add your reflexes to your attack roll for this attack. And you get to add your focus uh, to your range increment. So uh, you said your focus was three. Yes. Okay. So you are now within mm. your range increment. So you're not going to get any penalties. Uh, but you you will get your bonus though. You will get the bonus okay. of your reflexes to your attack. So I rolled a three. I generally get a plus nine. And then I get an extra plus three because of reflexes. So that is three, 12, 15. So 15 total to hit. Uh, okay. Did you get any sixes on your attack? Nope. Okay. So again, you just do your endurance damage some more. Uh, and so that's going to, so again, you're, you're just kind of grinding it down. So there's two different types of damage in this game, endurance, and then real damage is like when you start getting into the attribute damage. Uh, but since you didn't get any sixes, you don't get to trigger any strong hits. And so you're able to start whittling this thing down. Six more endurance. All right, then I think it is Dr. T who goes next because you have a higher reflex score than Zatek. Uh, so what would Dr. T do in this situation? Are you muted there, Chuck? How dare I? I was going to wait for it to come closer to the fire, but that's not what they're doing. Uh, I'm going to position whatever the hell that move's called. Okay. Reposition. Reposition. Reposition, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you can add um, two to your mobility, and you can move up to that distance. Yeah. Or you can dive behind cover if you wanted to do that. Yeah, so I'll do... Yeah, I'll do that. I'll move up there, and I can take two so I can reposition again, correct? That's correct. Yeah, you can take the same action yeah. twice. All right. Uh, I'm going to move up behind this rock, but not having the actions to take cover. So I'm just behind it. Yeah. As it's still probably uh, just because of the physical nature of it, it still probably would just give you light cover. Uh, but you're not like, in, okay. like you're not like heavily entrenched behind it or anything like that. But yeah. Sure. Okay. Sounds good. 
Uh, then it's Zatek's turn. Zatek, you just got shot at by this um, this creature. It just spit vol- you know, volatile vomit in your direction. Unsanitary. What would you like to try to um, do? <laughs> so this whole time, Zatek's been kind of eyeing this force field. Sure. Saw that when someone swiped at it, it went kind of into it and then repulsed out. So it's not yeah. like a hard surface. Correct. My weapon's this like uh uplink cable that he overcharges and puts uh thing like electricity through it's mm-hmm. on a bit of a spool so it can extend away from me uh so kind of what i want to do is fire my uplink cable through the force field and use that to like bounce it farther away from me and that's how i'm picturing taking overwatch and then sighted shot because both of those increase my range so I'm going to take Overwatch to wait for it to move a little bit closer. That's going to be my, my held action for it. And when it gets close enough that I could hit it with both my range being uh, increased from those, gotcha. uh, that'll trigger my sighted shot. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, sure. We can do that. Uh, then, uh, let's see, Kill, you uh, you have the tiebreaker over it, so you can go. What would you like to do, Kill? Uh, you know, I'm going to be a dirty copycat and kind of do what Cheetah did. First, I'll run and gun. Okay. Get my three movement. <laughs> All right. Do you know uh, the range of your weapon if you're running and gunning? It's three. Okay. So, so it's definitely gonna, out of my range recommend. Yeah. So it's going to be, you're going to end up with like, f- I think four, a minus four penalty for that distance. Uh, That's first one. fine. Yeah. I'll give it a try. Also, don't forget that those of you using ranged weapons, you have munitions. So in this game, Mm -hmm. your weapons at the start of combat start with three munitions. You can burn a munition to, it's like a a resource to Mm -hmm. get an extra D6 on your attack. That's sort of like a default boost. Uh, Once your munitions get zero, though, you have to like reload, basically. That's that's the prep Mm -hmm. action. So uh, so that's that's a way to counterbalance some of the, the penalty you're getting if you want. So to counter effect the fact that I know my initial shot's going to be kind of inaccurate, the first one's going to be from the underslung grenade launcher. Okay. Because that way, even if I miss, it'll still kind of bounce mm-hmm. towards the thing. Okay. Nice. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So I'll get my... Ooh. Okay. So <laughs> six, a five, and a three. So 11... Uh, 11, 14, plus 3, 17, minus 4, 13 still. 13 is still enough to hit. That is exactly enough to hit. So, And I did get a 6 on there. Okay. Nice. So 6s in this game, uh, and just like other rolls, allow you to, to buy strong hits with them, kind of do something with them. So in combat, mm-hmm. uh, the one that... The one that you're probably going to be using is what's it called? Um, critical it's like hit, a crit, basically. Uh, so basically, it does attribute damage. Nice. Um, okay. Basically, so, like maybe as it's starting to open its mouth one more time to try and spit more of that gunk, I just mm-hmm. aim it just right that the grenade goes in right as the mouth opens. Beautiful. <laughs> Perfect. Love it. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, how much endurance damage did your attack do? Let's start there. Five endurance and okay. piercing, so it gets one less armor if it has For, any. And that goes towards its attribute damage. So how much yeah. critical damage does your weapon do? Uh, for just regular damage, it would do 
I apologize. It's okay. One of the stats on a weapon is crit damage. What's the what's the number for that? So three and three is gonna be six. So just regular damage will be six and then five for the actual crit damage, like the attribute Ooh, nice. damage. Okay. Grenades do a lot of crit damage. Yeah. Okay. But so, I can only use them three times in a fight. Okay. So that this works. thing then, so then what I got to do for, so the way that, that, that attribute damage applies is that it's, it's to a random stat. Isn't I think I added. No, I have a, I think I made something. Did I make something? Cool, cool, cool. Thought I made something. Maybe I didn't. Oh yeah. I, I totally forgot to mention Like a dice to randomly piercing. see which one Shoot. it hits. Okay, so it's gonna that goes towards its grit, and you said six damage, five, five damage, but it's piercing, so it gets the benefit of minus one to its armor. If it has something that mitigates attribute yeah. damage, so it's minus. Sorry, say how how much minus to his armor again? How, one piercing just ignores okay. one point of armor. Four. Okay, so it does have armor. It does have scales, but you will you'll be able to bypass some of that. And then so that's a total. Okay. So that is not enough to kill it, but it is that's not fine. looking good as this explodes in its mouth, as it's looking to shoot at Zatek. And you can <laughs> see that one of the, one of the glands ruptures and begins to sort of leak down the side of the cliff that it's crawling down. Uh, it's like <laughs> trying to kind of call out again. Uh, kill. Was that just your first action? Do you have a second? That was just the first action. Yeah. Go for it, man. Finish it off. I'll do a sighted shot. Smile, (laughs) you son of a bitch. Okay. I'll do a red kill before fighting this. (laughs) Yeah. So I'll do the sighted shot. So that will increase my range recommended up to a six. Mm -hmm. I think it puts me within just a minus two, probably. Uh, It should be. Yeah. It looks like it. Uh, Okay. Minus two. And then I get to add my reflexes. Mm -hmm. So I'm at a minus two, but plus three. Okay. Kills, mm, okay. kills. So six and a two is an eight, plus another eight for 16. 16 is playing a hit. Not enough what? for an unex- unexpected consequence. You also said you rolled but a six. I did, a six and a two. All right. So the damage is basically going to gonna be the same. Uh, so it'll be um, eight damage for just regular endurance damage. He's got this big heavy blast rifle with these arc demo charges. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of explosive so the first grenade that you fire exploded and you can see it gland ruptured. This acid kind of split, you know, just sprayed everywhere. You can see it kind of eating away at the rocks below. It even sizzles as it hits the water. Then you fire your second shot as it's trying to call out for reinforcements and your shot hits the second gland, which also explodes. And it just sends this cascade of acid like all over its face. It slips in the process, falling the rest of the way down the cliff and just kind of impaling its face on this spiky rock that's sticking up out of the water. You actually killed this thing. And it oh is just there, dead on the ground. Yeah, that's I, I will knock on myself. The blaster only has four crit damage instead of five. It still uh, has piercing, you, but only you're you've done enough with endurance loss that it would have been suffering an auto crit on your uh, uh, on your ooh, second attack. So holy shit, that's you actually awesome. ended up doing a a ton of uh, a ton of attribute damage. Uh, okay, 
So what I do. That's dope. So all of these, any attribute goes to minus five, it dies. Any attribute goes to minus five, but there's also for like uh, NPCs, they have a durability score and stuff like that. So if like durability is ever reduced to zero, it would be dead. In this case, it reduced its durability down to zero. And so this one, you know, collapses, falls and dies Uh, for you all. If you get like minus two in one attribute and minus three in another, you're okay still. Like it's not, you're not in good shape, but you're not dead. (laughs) But for this, there's like a durability score that I'm using. Okay. So this thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You shouldn't aim for that as an outcome, but uh, you know, it's a thing you could potentially do. All right. So I'm going to say because you managed to kill it before it got to go, it hasn't actually called out yet for reinforcements uh, so that you have a little bit of time. Uh, the two that Dr. T lured away with the fire haven't yet returned. Maya, you've been running, and because of your unexpected consequence, you were outpacing it. We said that if you wanted to try to double back and kind of lose it, it's going to be a stealth test. So go ahead and roll a stealth to see if you can like lose it uh, like up in the jungle and then sort of uh, weave your way back down. Okay. Roll well. Uh, I got a 13 with one six. Okay, uh, that is going to be enough with your six. You could potentially do effort to 14. get more. Sorry, it's I forgot to add my. Stuff. Okay, you have, uh, your your bonus to it. Uh, if you had a low die, you can always spend that six as effort to try to see if you can get like a a little higher roll. Because remember, if what you do get, I need to in this instance? You're still going to pass. So unexpected consequences are basically when you pass by four or more or you fail by four or more. And so at a 14, you're not passing by four or more. You're just passing by two. So like if you wanted to try, it's free. There's not like a. Oh, if it's free, then I. Yeah, free. Because you rolled a six. You have an effort. Yeah. What do I re-roll? Yeah, whatever the lowest D6 is. Got it. That's uh, six. Okay. <gasps> you do it again, but there's probably no need to at this point because <laughs> you're 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 f- fairly far ahead at this point. Okay, so you, I'm gonna say you give it the slip of all slips as it's charging in at you, and you just ever so simply just kind of step to the right, flatten your back against this this rock sticking up out of the sand, and it just just flies past you, and you just see it running and running and running it even splashes around in the water some and then starts kind of climbing up into the jungle and it's by the time you start turning around to go back to the rest of your people like it's got to be a half a mile away and it has no clue where you're at you've you've completely taken it out of the fight that thing is not going to be a problem uh for a while hell yes when you can we say that uh one of the ways that she did that was uh actually one of the things that that Kill really hates about this thing, which is that she can make a hologram of her doing stuff. <laughs> Just so the holograms that, like running <laughs> for like a little, bit, for a little bit. Fantastic. Okay, so when you come back, you can see that Kill, Doctor T, are like kind of. I assume you guys are kind of looking around at that dead one on the on the like in like impaled up out of. Uh, these things actually, so one of the things you can do, cause we're talking about like resources and things like that. Like you can kind of harvest, uh, certain things from it if you wanted to. Um, uh, meanwhile, Zatak and Jita, you, you can, we'll say one of you can roll an assist and the other can roll the test. The test is actually going to have a difficulty of 14 to get in. So it's going to be a 14 difficulty. Mm-hmm. 
computers and electronics are both fine to use. One of you can roll the assist, which is remember the the difficulty ten, which would give the bonus to the next person. So however you gonna you want to sort of play that out. Do you want to roll the assist since I've got a plus? Three? Yeah, I'll do the assist. Yep, okay. I've yep, absolutely. I'll uh, I'll like study the force field, see where it's kind of weakest to see where she can interface with, kind of best angle to get in. Okay. And you just need, for the assist, you just need to do a D10, basically a difficulty 10 roll. Yep. And as long as you hit that, uh, you get... Uh, I got a 13. Okay, so then... You got a 6. I did get a 6. Remember exactly how much you get for assist. Was it a plus two? Got a fourteen. Got a fourteen. Plus four. He helps me real good. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, gaining assistance usually grants it grants them plus one. So assist grants Mm -hmm. plus one, but in this case, (laughs) because you've done really well, you can take plus two for that. Yeah, take 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 an extra plus two because it went really well. Sweet. Okay. Nice. Uh, and don't forget, like, there's that whole fluid, like, if you're describing your approach, depending on how you describe it, you can always get, like, just... Oh, yeah, we can get pluses. Bonuses just from that. Uh, so while you're doing... While you you two are doing that, Kill and Dr. T, what are you doing? What are you up to? You can still see the fire going on, but what do you want to... Oh, do? I, I am tentacle deep in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Harvester. I split it open. <laughs> I am finding all the fun little parts. Hell yes. <laughs> okay. I mean, you can absolutely Aww. start harvesting this thing a bit and you can effectively get some 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 trade goods effectively. Uh you can mm. even hand them over the kill too to carry because they, they do start to take up a lot of space. But uh but I'll say if you're not trying to be too careful about it no role necessary we can just say you just start to harvest and hack away and take some pieces of this big ass amphibian all right okay uh and then jita how did you do on your roll uh i rolled a five so i'm gonna need to spend a point of crit to uh re-roll okay. that because even with the plus mm-hmm. two that would have only been a seven so i'm gonna give that a re-roll and roll another five so i'm gonna spend another crit okay and re-roll all of those and see if i can do better all right go for it oh gosh i rolled a six um let me do some math so that's six plus two is eight plus three is eleven i failed you said you rolled a six, so you can spend no, a six. No, like I rolled a, a one, Total. a two, and a three. Okay. <laughs> There's no six involved. I'm going to spend an audience left? to try to re-roll that one of the dice. I'm going to try to re-roll the one with an audience. Do you have any so grit left? Close. I have one grit left. The difficulty is a 14. You're close with a six? Melissa. Melissa. Okay, you I'm going to th- spend my last Melissa. Grit. Melissa, you rolled a three, two, and a one, which is a total of a six, plus your two for Zatek would give you an eight. Do you have plus a plus six? Three. I have plus three. Okay. But the, the difficulty of the check is still a 14. I think you're a ways off, actually. Yeah, I was going to try to re-roll the, the dice that was a one and see if I could okay. do better. But I'll spend my last bit and just re-roll all of them. So. And see if I can yeah, I mean, not you're still, you're still like three this. off, yeah. 
three times. I know. I've rolled a, a two, a two, a one, a two, a two, a one, a two, a three, and a one. One of them nights. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I was rolling right. last time. Lolly, five, and three. Didn't so we invited Dan back to the game. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Okay. 19 not only passes, but it passes with unexpected consequences. Um, I'm going to say that probably the most likely thing to do here in this case is this, to make this expedi- a very speedy uh, hacking because as Dr. T and, and Kill are tentacle deep in the, in the carcass of this thing, the fire is still kind of going, but you do hear a ruffling up on the, the ridge to the northwest. And you see one of them is kind of starting to, you know, inch its way back. And when it looks down uh, into like this little cove you guys are in, it's still a ways away, but it sees you now. And you just hear hey, 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 kind of kind of coughing out into the air. And so, you know, you really don't have a whole lot of time, but it's at this point that Jita, you managed to power down that force field, uh, which is going to basically allow you to see that it's just a normal, like old fashioned kind of submarine style door, kind of like spin the door and pull it back up. And then Maya comes back. Like you can see there's Dr. T and kill. You're kind of waiting out. They're like all up in the business of this carcass right when you walk (laughs) back up. I what? Uh, did, why are you? No, why? Do oh, that's a good part. Is? Don't look at that yeah. bile. You don't see I, bile that color often. How is it? Kills helping you. I I think it's licking me. How are you making it lick me? It's dead. Um. Do you really want to know? No. Okay. <laughs> good. Because the answer is always parasites. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And it's around this time when we'll say Zatek or Dr. T, whoever it might be, you look mm-hmm. up, you see another one of those creatures on the ridge. It kind of roars out again. But you're all able, if you want, to just like run over this hatch and kind of climb down. Get in the hatch. It's, Get in the hatch. Everybody, oh, in, in, down, down, down. Real quick, I uh, run back to the car and pull Boris out and then run oh, back over. Oh, I'm afraid oh. that's not a real quick action. Uh, as the the car is not oh. nearby, the car is up by where those things are and where the fire is going. So, do did you we just bring all right. at least part of the way with us? And do we leave uh, him on the shore? I'm sorry, he's no fine. No one told me. No, he's still in the car. The door is <laughs> locked. The keys are inside. <laughs> and okay. Fire all around him. Uh, do you see that there's some what plant the life to the side do? of the car? I'm going to take I, out my pistol, which does have an incendiary effect. I'm going to mm-hmm. make sure to take aim and shoot into that plant life to make sure to set it ablaze to try and give a heat source to draw it away from boars. Okay. So I will say that they are actually charging in at you now as you got gunfire going off. So Yay. So <laughs> this this vehicle, like in the upper left, I should I should clarify, by the way, that's mm-hmm. not yours. Yours is off screen. Uh, but that one is just yeah, like we left ours a while ago because it was noisy. Okay, cool. Because well, and Doctor T mind. had siphoned out the gas and stuff like that. But you can still fire and kind of do, uh, you know at this one and kind of uh, draw them. And absolutely, they're definitely drawing that down. However, it is not an easy or quick task to run up into the burning ridge line that is now on fire. Is that something you want to do, Zat? As a tech, do you really want to do that? I gotta get bores. I. Uh, okay. This is part of the crew. I gotta okay. tell you, I don't I think, think they're Boris gonna go for fine. him. 
Yeah, I, the, I think, I think the car is going to seem like a non-issue with us moving around and doing. I got to tell you, you running towards him is going to draw more attention to him than he would just yeah. sitting there. You're smart, Kill. You are a tactician. Meanwhile, I don't know. Two of these creatures are starting to climb it. down the ridge. So I need a call. What do you guys down do? The down the hatch. Down the, the hatch. Back. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Down the hatch. Sure he'll be fine. fine. Let's get oh, spork deep fine. in this Zaytik. I saw the earpiece. Core fours. When you get a little closer, you just hear him go. <laughs> think you'll be fine in the car. He's just There's a lot of things around you. He's just humming. <laughs> kind of toasty in here. <laughs> Is the it's car like actually going to be fine? I, I'm worried about it, but it's it's so far away from where we are. Like it, we left him. We left them unattended. We okay. will figure them out later. It's a call. You guys make the call. Do you guys hop? Is are, are you guys going? If you guys go down the hatch now, you do not have to continue to fight these things. If you stay out here, that might change. So it's kind of up to you guys. Uh, everybody else is down in the hatch. Cheetah's okay. <laughs> just like talking to Zatek. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Zatek, you just hop down. You're the last one in. You just hear, <laughs> and then it, as we'll you close right the hatch. You lose everything. Like you don't. There's no communication now. Everything kind of goes static. You no longer hear bores in your earpiece. What the hatch opens up to is a very, very lengthy ladder uh, that you are climbing down into the the sort of the the shore, the coast. You're just climbing down, and it's like metal rungs. You just hear, you know, click, click, click. You hear like it echoing off the whatever kind of metal this is. It smells like salt water down here, and you can see some of the water pours in a little bit. Um, and it kind of creates this kind of sloshing effect. So all of the rungs are kind of wet, but it's not hard climbing to the point where you, you have to roll. Um, I will say that it feels like you've probably climbed down at least like three or four stories, like, you know, at least like maybe 50 ish or so feet or so, something like that. That's how, that's the lengthy, how lengthy the ladder is. Uh, one or two rungs are kind of rusted and certainly broken. Uh, but, you know, not to the point where you would have any issues. Eventually, like you, you, you find the bottom and you can see that there is a, a normal looking kind of, um, horizontal, you know, rectangular door. It's got this old fashioned kind of, uh, wheel, uh, to kind of turn it open. Uh, there is what looks like language or markings of some kind, uh, that have has kind of started to fade away. Uh, but, um, but there doesn't seem to be any kind of electronic opening or anything like that. It does seem to be just like a, a manual hatch. Does, is this the language of anyone? And Jita will check and see if it's Corp or Twilinger language. Yeah. I mean, you don't know, no, no role necessary. It certainly isn't, uh, it certainly isn't Corp. Uh, it certainly isn't, uh, Twiling, um, could be like, I mean, you've probably seen this, I would say, at ruin, ruins elsewhere on the planet. So it could be like ancient Kaltoran, possibly, something like that. Um, it's hard to say specifically, but I don't think anyone speaks. No one, I, I checked, as, as far as I know, no one speaks anything like that. So it doesn't. Hmm. Look uh, clear is to there, you. Um, 
would I be able to make like a culture role to just identify what language it is, even if none of us speak it? You would have to burn a knowledge. Uh, so this would be a so I would say, well, actually, no, I don't think you really need it. Yeah, go ahead, roll cultural. That's fine. Okay. It's just to confirm if you want to to confirm whether this is in fact. Uh, so that is a thirteen with one six. Yeah, you're you see enough uh, familiarity to like modern like Kaltoran uh, dialects and language. It's probably not something that you all, since none of you, you there's no Kaltoran in your crew, uh, speak or read too often. But you see it, right. uh, and this definitely has the kind of feel of 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 an archaic or an ancient version of that tongue. Uh, oh, you're, sure and you're that. confident. Maybe it's his Peter door. Will just turn to kill. This looks like your kind of door to open. Uh, the tech and I got the uh, electronic one up there. This looks just like a muscle door. Uh, look for a couple weak spots. I mean, I'm not just gonna muscle it open. I'll. I know I'm a mechanic. I have some use outside of blowing things up i mostly blow things up but i, I mean you did a real good job blowing that one up up there that was so cool like he was, was opening his mouth to try and spit more of the stuff and right shot the grenade in. in there and he just uh, and i should love my camera with you guys but so, you didn't no so kill you're just you're just gonna like yeah open it up okay i'll give it you, a try it's it, it it takes a little bit of muscle, uh, but it's not something that requires a roll to open. Uh, they can just oh, okay. Yeah, it's just it's it's just uh, whoever came down here before you, they went in, and it really just seems like you're spinning and spinning and spinning, and then you kind of push it open. The problem is, is though, when you do push it open, uh, apparently there's some sort of trigger, and you see kind of flying at you uh, is some some sort of metallic projectile. Uh, oh, go ahead. Is. Yeah, go ahead. And I'm going to say, give us a, uh, give us a, was it a mobile? Hang on. Movement? No, physical, excuse me, physical. Physical. Uh, give me a physical test. Uh, and because like you didn't, you weren't really like looking. Actually, I guess you did say you were looking carefully. So no penalty. Just roll it normal. I have physical at a plus one. So that's something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trained at least. Nice. Uh, so... Four, four, three. So that's eight, eleven plus one, twelve. Yeah, that's enough. Uh, you you manage to flinch at just the right moment that it just kind of slightly cuts your face ever so slightly, uh, not to the point Why? where it's actually going to damage you. Face, and it comes right behind you because it was set up for your height. It seems by maybe whoever came in before you. Uh, when you look past it into um into up ahead it looks like it's some sort of um generator like room you can see what looks like these old probably hydro generators you would think you hear this like thumping there's a light that occasionally flickers this kind of yellow light here and there water all over the ground uh you can tell just from the air that it smells like rust and kind of decay in here and you also notice like on the mm. walls that there is like some kind of like aquatic growth it looks like uh, like algae or something kind of growing off the walls whenever that that yellow light kind of flickers in but you see a series of these 
what looks like they look not too dissimilar from maybe some Kaltor and stuff that you've seen before, but they definitely, they look aged. Mm. Uh, they're struggling, but they are actually functioning. Like you can tell that, that they are, they do seem to be functioning. Um, you would guess you mm. probably went through some kind of like backdoor auxiliary access. Like that this is probably not the right. main entrance into this, wherever the hell you're at. I'm going to throw out a crazy idea here. We don't immediately kill whoever we meet because as Boris so politely put it, the fungal stuff around here has been more prone to taking over those of my ilk. And uh, that trap was clearly set up for my kind. So I got a feeling somebody might be in here that's aware of that and is trying to defend themselves against somebody like me who's been infected so maybe we don't go in guns ablazing is all I'm saying. So you're saying that we're going to possibly find an infected version of you that's super powerful like you and infected and we're going to restrain it? I'm saying hopefully. What I hope is there's somebody in here that's been defending themselves against somebody like an infected version of me. Because that trap was set up for somebody like me. I, I, I see. Because I see. they set it up to hit at my height, which means they're aware that of, you know, the whole thing with my kind and the... the. I get it. That thing would have totally gone over my head if I opened the door. Maybe they set it up badly and it just happened to go that high. Man, come on, give me the state heck. I just, I was this close to making a point. <laughs> it could just I'm be just a saying. really crappy trap. I I get it. Well, we'll assume competence until we know otherwise. So, all right. Always, I'm always in favor of not immediately killing people. So I do like what you're going for. Okay. I mean, so I... Try to stun them. Instead. Yeah, or just... Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So as you guys kind of press in, uh, you, when you, when you kind of drop, there's like a little bit of a drop down cause there's like a, like a raised entry port and you kind of hop down on the other side and you can kind of feel a splash as there's a, there's like a good maybe foot, foot and a half of water. It's murky, dirty. You see there's stuff kind of floating around in it. Uh, I would say Dr. T, you probably see a, kind of a similar strand of that that kind of seaweed that was almost mm -hmm. consciously moving around. It's down here, kind of floating around. Um, you also notice it's kind of shifting and moving. There's these little ripples, ripples in the water and you watch as these massive like sea slugs. These they're like the size of, you know, like a, like a bear cub just just slowly moving not towards you just really slowly kind of drifting and moving across like in between some of these uh some of these different these engine turbines and such um there is you know looking in here you definitely see that there is a there at one point there looks to have been some kind of catwalk above because these these engine turbines are quite tall but it it's long been decayed and there is instead this like crisscross network of what looks like algae growth and stuff kind of hanging from it here and there. You just see when you look up a leaf just kind of starts to coast down almost like a snake kind of getting interested in you all before kind of weaving back up. Uh, it definitely seems like the fauna and the flora in here is, uh, is very aquatic in nature 
and it seems aware of your presence, but nothing has like aggressively come at you. Uh, and there are ways out. Like you do see there's other ways out here. Is my tech all working as expected? You are having anything that would have potentially sent signal back. Like at this point, you guys are far enough out that none of your like local comms, even your short range communications would be making it back. Uh, so, it, so effectively you can record stuff, but you're not necessarily kind of streaming back to like the Mishpasha platform. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. I would also, okay. but I would also say like that probably wasn't the case. Like all, everything in this fight above ground was probably out of range too. Anything at the, at the spur settlement was probably still in, in short range. So do our comms work between each other? Or yeah, it's a little, it's it, a little staticky. You know, you can definitely hear there's some interference going on, but yeah, you can get comms between each other. Yeah. Okay. So if we're moving in, Jita just wants to try to kind of do that uh, formation where like kill is in the middle of the formation because we're trying to keep any of these like movie things away from him. <laughs> so kind of like we're kind of like have our backs to kill and kills kind of in the middle just to make sure that we can like shoo away any of these like slurping things or plants or anything so that they kind of would kind of get on one of us first before they get to him. You just okay. You, you got such a big heart on you, Gita. I uh, I appreciate that. I mean, it is. I'm, I'll put my helmet on. I should stop being a dumbass and actually, like, you know, <laughs> suit up. But uh, that would probably work because I I can't reach your head if one of those little leaf things comes down to get your head. I, I can't reach up there. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, gotcha. The big brain on you. You're great. I'm imagining this is not sort of the position that Kill likes to be in. It's just sort of this like centralized defended position. <laughs> it's, no, it's great. I've learned to appreciate I can accept. I have a support network. It's healthy to have people that care about me. Thank you. Our own little ecosystem. It's yeah, it's an ecosystem of trust. That's a great way to put it. I've grown so much as I've grown so many gray hairs around you all. Hear that? Okay, Kim, that's very T? touching. Let's it's, go. It's trust. It's trust. <laughs> and and Boris is in the ecosystem. Dr. T, Boris is in the ecosystem, right? Ecosystem of trust. What? No, I wasn't listening. <laughs> so, Wait. This entire time, too, I've got this earpiece thing. I'm very curious about how it works and how it was able to interface the boars. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if I can manipulate it in a way. I know boars is the only thing that's sentient, but I'm wondering if I can get it to understand maybe general kinds of processes that these other plants. You want to like retune it to the plants down here? Yeah, so, not that they'll be able to tell. Like, I don't expect them to be able to talk, but they seem to be aware. So maybe, like, I'll get vibes from them. Or, so or all that was with Boars was literally just a communicator. Like, you were communicating to Boars. All of the information that he gets is just his knowledge of these di different things. So anything that was communicated, mm -hmm. it was just it was basically like a version of a walkie-talkie with him. So you might be able mm -hmm. to like 
try to get it to a tune that doesn't necessarily mean like just like handing a walkie talkie to a cat isn't necessarily going to get the cat to be able to describe the Mona Lisa. So like there is like that kind of kind of issue. Uh, okay. but I wasn't certainly, sure if he had a thing on him or not or how that worked. I would say you could, yeah, he did. He like it, within his, his potted plant was like that he, that you carried around him was sort of a, oh, was okay. actually a technical receptor receptor. Um, okay. What I would say is you could probably roll some kind of like hack detect type of thing just to see if you're getting. So if, if you do come across like sentient fungus of some kind or a pink cap specifically down here, you might be able to attune yourself to it. Like that could that could be a okay. way that you might be able to make it work. OK, does this fall under biotech? Uh, sure. Electronics? Yeah, I'll take either one. Either one, I think, would, would be a, a, applicable here. OK. I'll do biotech because I'm better at it. Oh, 17. And I got a six. I don't know if I want to re-roll on it. Gosh. When you re-roll, do you get to take either or do you have to take the... I honestly was trying to remember (laughs) that rule for that earlier and I couldn't and it hasn't come up. So we'll check it later. But 17 is still more than four. So you're good. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I will say that if you do come across another pink cap, you will probably be able to have rudimentary communication between it and you. And this might also be able to give you some sort of communication with like a sentient fungus, like a fungus that actually is trying to give out like some kind of electrostatic. Like even if it's not like something you can translate, you can still sense that it's mm. it's trying to produce something. something. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah, that's kind of what I'm going for. Uh, yeah, that works. I like it. Okay. So we'll say you guys um, push forward a little bit, presume, um, or do you just kind of search around? Um, I'm good with continuing. Yeah, we'll just say. I definitely want to keep an eye out for anything. Uh, This text all about repurposing, not letting stuff go to waste. Anything that catches his eye is like not rubbish. Sure. Wanting to be grabbing. There's all sorts of old tech here that you know the Caltorns uh, on spur to the northeast uh, fool's landing would very much like to get their hands on like this this appears to be some kind of as far as you can tell some kind of coastal facility that they don't know about or hasn't as you presume of so like it could be there's stuff in here that if you actually have the time to salvage it like there could be a decent haul in here uh even you know something whatever it is um I'd love not to help them. the tech with, with that if you're doing some salvaging. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to, so we'll say, I'll say as you guys are pushing further in the tech you do with your little device that you just kind of hacked into, you start hearing like a, and down a corridor, this sort of in, in exchange of quarter, you're kind of, again, everything's underwater. Like you're sloshing around here and there. You're having to step over these sea slugs. You're having to kind of like dodge out of the way of, uh, of, of, of random uh, aquatic fauna um, and flora. You, the two of you notice that there is this kind of, um, there's this open room at the very end of this corridor with this, with this glowing light. It doesn't, it's not that yellow flickering bulb. It's just this glowing uh, kind of blue light. And you can see from a distance, there's all these like silica clastic, like these like really big kind of almost like uh, like sandcastle like structures. But like you can tell they're sort of formed from like sediment, like like the sediment at the you know bottom of the 
uh, of like the, the ocean that has kind of created this strange structure uh, at the end of it. And then you can see hanging down kind of from the ceiling, there are the similar kind of vines, but like fungal vines that you've seen before that are kind of hanging down and seem to be kind of shifting around, almost like they're crafting it in some way. And this thing mm. seems to be kind of pinging that it's got yeah, something like you, to it. You're just hearing bloop, bloop, bloop. it's like some kind of weird little signal. Uh, like you're like it's like emitting, like it's trying, like it's actually transmitting a signal of some kind. Okay. I'll relay that to everyone. Like this thing seems to be a little bit more uh not quite sentient, maybe, but it's got more going on. But you Mentally. can only hear it in the comms. There's nothing. Yeah, it's just a signal. It's not yeah. like it's not au- like audible. Mm. So, Kel, when you took the job to come out here, what were you supposed to bring back? I was supposedly made supposed to uh, infiltrate, join a party coming out. There seems to be a party that's been targeting legions, taking jobs. May or may not be some sort of fungal life that's infecting them, kind of changing them, causing them to like not just do piracy but do other weird stuff. Maybe there's some fear of like some sort of fungal entity that could actually be uh, taking over. Uh, so, did your job have to do with this bunker specifically? No, I don't think uh, this bunker was a known point, uh, but I am all the more concerned because of it. Uh, and I really don't want to touch that. I I, I understand. Um, is anybody really good at stealth to get closer and yes, better assess what they're not you? Well, I'm just I'm being honest. <laughs> uh, d- d- n- no. No, I am. I know you, you are, go. but no, you can go. I All should right. go first. <laughs> Whoever is approaching, go ahead and roll stealth. Uh, I will. Uh, I am. Okay. Uh, no, nobody else wants to. Um, that's an 11. And can I spend a quick point to make that a 12? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We're about to end. So spend it. And then can I assist by kind of relaying over the comm to are the comms like out loud or do we have like earpieces or uh well you, do you mean to each other yeah to each yeah other. yeah, yeah. i think they're hand comms like they're hand comms like i like to think yeah, of them like old school like star trek like that kind of thing because they're but they don't have to be they could just be like on your on your person something like that but yeah you're verbal okay um Maybe I'll just assist, like, is it, there's enough, like, light that we can still kind of see each other. Yeah, it's there, glowing right? in there. Yeah, there's, like, a bright okay. blue light coming from this corridor. Um, I've got this earpiece, I guess. I'm assuming if this thing notices her, it's going to start being a little bit more active. So I'm just going to try and, like, wave her down or something. That's as much as I can assist. Is like, I'll try and give her a signal, like, eh, something's <laughs> bad. <laughs> I'm going to have a hood action with my flame pistol to burn it if it does. <laughs> Sounds good. You tell me if it in any way makes any sort of signal towards my and I'm going to burn it. I'll start dancing. <laughs> Maya, uh, how did you do with your roll? 
Uh, I uh, spread the word point that took me to 12. Okay. So, my you take, you take the lead. You move a couple steps ahead of everybody else. Everyone's following, keeping an eye out on you, et cetera. You get down to the entrance into this, this, this room. At the end of the corridor, you can see that the light is coming from what appears to be some kind of bioluminescent fungus on the ceiling that's just kind of creating this blue glow. And you can see that the vines are kind of coming down and it almost seems like they're like they're they're almost like arms in a way that are just kind of creating almost like a sandcastle or this little structure this sort of geometric structure here and there as you get close and as you kind of like peek in the door you see they suddenly like jerk taut and rip up and as they do you see erupting from that sand structure is a body that's just sort of sitting up and it's covered in sand. It's covered in that kind of dark silicate material. It's clearly dead, uh, this body. And you can see, hey, like there's like chunks of the sand and the silicate falling down. It's uh, one eye is going that way. One eye is just kind of hanging out of the socket. You can see like there's got to be two, three dozen of these little crabs that are kind of crawling around and moving all over top of it here and there. And over the over your shoulder as everyone kind of, you know, reacts in whatever shocked manner that you want kill you recognize the face as one of the science team that you had escorted at least where you were intended to escort on your way back to mishpasha one but we'll end oh on God, that not we'll, dr navarro <laughs> Poor Dr. Navarro. <laughs> and we'll end on that we'll end on that right there okay oh gosh a creepy looking corpse Oof. there okay oh. cool Cool, cool, cool. Goodness. Ten more minutes. Let's do like ten more minutes. <laughs> please, please. We have to wait until like next session to find out if we abandoned boars. Oh, no, you definitely abandoned boars. There's no yeah. question and about it. if there were consequences of that abandonment. Or, or another way you could think about it is you didn't lead them back to boars, which is the nice thing to do. <laughs> look up the stats to see whether or not the truck was fire retardant. <laughs> I don't think we use that word anymore. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> it's so All right. Let's go ahead and do some plugs and get on out of here. Uh, let's start with Chuck and Joe. What's going on with DOK? Uh, I'll throw out there Wednesday. We've got our night below campaign. That's dungeon crawl classics. Uh, yeah, they fought a dragon and got a lot of money. And I think they're the parties. They're just done adventuring. Now they're so rich, <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. That's honestly, I mean, that makes perfect sense. I don't know. It does. It does. Yeah. I know that if I was super rich, I wouldn't do anything. I would sit around on my ass and play <laughs> games all the time. That's pretty much what mm -hmm. I mean. yeah. uh, All right. Um, well, Joe, Friday. Yeah, Joe. Oh, yeah. And Friday, uh, yeah, we're going back into Anvia. We were supposed to last week, but we had a lot of people missing, so uh, played Baldur's Gate instead on stream. But, yeah, going back into Anvia, kind of starting the second arc of the campaign. Um they're going to be going to a big mega city after resurrecting a cat. It'll be good. Cool. Very cool. Uh, Maya Trey, where can we find you on the internet? 
Uh, I am going to play games on YouTube. And I had taken a bit of a break, but I have about 40 videos back if you want to check it out. But I am hoping to get back and do it in the next week or so. So, yeah. Very cool. Awesome. Uh, we should say, if you're watching this later, check the show notes and such for the links. They're all in there. Do I still have that creepy alien music going? Yes, I do. I have the egg chamber. Out <laughs> I was like, am I hearing things? Uh, okay. Uh, but yeah, check the show notes and everything later on YouTube. All the links are down there. Uh, and then Jeremy, tell us about this Patreon. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Reese on Patreon, uh, comics, maps, tokens, fun stuff. Check it out. Perfect. Uh, as for us here, uh, up next tomorrow night, we're going to be doing some Marvel multiverse role-playing game during our X-Men campaigns. Team is going to hop into the chair for that. Uh, Thursday, we are back to werewolf, the apocalypse. Uh, Melissa and Jeremy are going to join me in that game. Friday, we are back to Delta Green, where Steven tried to ruin New York and probably succeeded, I'll be honest, uh, as he unleashed <laughs> a horrific monster because he just couldn't, he just couldn't not, you know, like he just mm -hmm. couldn't not mm -hmm. do that thing. And so now there's a monster at Louish destroying people in a hotel. Uh, and then Saturday, you can catch Melissa, my shirt, myself playing some Mothership. Uh, we should be able to uh, finish up our road work campaign, I think, uh, our, our time-bending, mind-bending, parallel universe thingy, whatever the hell's going on. Uh, lots of fun. Uh, and there is a, a cat with a yellow man head uh, that just says, howdy. And it's really cool. Yeah. Howdy. Yeah. Have people uh, seen yep. cat with hands? I'm sure you have. Like, yes. that's the energy. Yeah. That's the energy. <laughs> that's, that's pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. <laughs> Uh, and then next Monday, we'll be back to Monster of the Week. And then two weeks, we'll be back with more Fried Empire. Check the YouTube page as well, Adventures in Lolly Gagging. If you haven't already subbed there, please do. You haven't already subbed to, to DOK as well. Do that. And uh, My Trade Plays Games. Uh, we also just started up uh, Warhammer 40K. I hear that's a popular. Is that I think it's a popular franchise. So we I got, think I've heard of it before. I think so. Yeah. Uh, so like four people know it. That's another one that just kind of jumped <laughs> So that's what we got going on. Thanks, everybody, for out tonight. Thank you for the bits. Thank you for the subs. Y'all are great. Uh, we're going to go ahead and raid. Looks like Fabled 42. Let's do them. Uh, so follow that raid. We'll catch you all later. Bye-bye.